Hello everyone, my name is Rochelle Innocent and I'm the founder and CEO of Project Purpose. Welcome to our channel. Our community is focused on fostering the intellectual and character development in children. We do this through our parent-child workshops that are focused on four themes. Autonomy, self-efficacy, compassion, and self-concept in order to cultivate grit, perseverance, and resilience in each child. And we are so thrilled to be offering one of the first of its kind, digital, virtual, and continuous learning environments enabling parents and children to connect from all around the world. At Project Purpose, our overarching mandate is to renew and rebuild family, community, and relationships. Our different social media platforms provide us with an opportunity to have discussions and to create space for all conversations that relate to family, community, and relationships with ourselves as well as with others, with a primary focus on mental health and education. More precisely, the ways that the institutions of mental health and education play a role and have played a role in our societies at large. These discussions and debates provide us with an opportunity to think critically about what needs to change within these structures for us to live up to our bold slogan, support, protect, and empower each child through youth-focused development, better known as leadership in juvenescence. We recognize that in valuing our children's leadership potential, this also translates as recreating and co-creating environments, both socially and politically, that will enable our children to thrive. For those of you who are particularly keen on the topic, we also write thought pieces every other Sunday and we actually just dropped a thought piece this past Sunday. So be sure to meander over to the website and check out our online content. Now if it is the case that you are looking for a listening alternative, well, we're available on 12 different podcast platforms for your listening leisure and we've provided you with access to the links in the description down below. Now as is the convention, be sure to subscribe, hit that post notification bell so that you are aware of every time you post and of course if you like this conversation and you want to keep it going like comment and share this segment let's get into it Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another segment here on Project Purpose. For those of you who are new, we cover topics that relate to mental health, mental wellness, and education on a week-by-week -week basis. And today our topic of discussion is education. And on the topic of education, we're going to be expanding on our initial conversation this week, which was focused on the miseducation around idleness and talking more about how we give ourselves space and room to allow our inner creators and the ingenuity that exists within each of us to come out and to flourish. And part of that involves having periods of silence in our lives, periods of stillness, and getting comfortable with solitude. And I think that it also involves different narratives around stillness and around what ideas come up when it is the case that we are generating them. And a lot of us are dealing with that inner critic that makes it hard for us to be creative and think outside of the box without the judgment and the criticism, not only that we expect or might feel self-conscious about it as it relates to receiving it from other people, but also the judgment and the criticism that we can sometimes take on our own ideas. And I'm here to say like there are different ways to engage with ourselves when we are idea generating and there are some do's and there are some don'ts. So I'm here to give you some do's and don'ts by way of allowing your inner creator 
and allowing that ingenuity to come to life within you. And I'm just gonna quickly just jump right into it. And one of them is about criticism. And a lot of us allow the inner critic to run rampant. Like we are very critical of ourselves. We're also maybe very critical of the people in our social lives, whether that is vocalized externally to their face or in our inner thoughts. And that's really going to hinder us in being able to welcome and open and accept the ideas that lie within us because it's just too shrouded with criticism and with judgment. So I think that it's an important exercise that we recognize that we keep ourselves in check and not only when it is the case that we're criticizing other people, which you wouldn't think would impact you, but a lot of what we put out in the world gets projected back to us. There's a bit of a relay taking place. So if you want to control your inner critic, you need to control your inner critic all around. So not just the narratives and the conversations you have with yourself, but the things that you allow yourself to think about the people around you who are doing things a little bit differently from you. So to give yourself permission to do things differently, you need to also give other people permission to do things differently without dealing with the harsh extent of your criticism. And a lot of people are watching this video saying, well, I don't say it out loud. Saying it at all, not silencing your inner critic, not putting your inner critic on a leash, even if that's within your own mind, in your thoughts, is going to hinder your own ability to be creative. So all the more reason to shut that inner critic down and really give it less leash, less leeway to play in the way that you grow and evolve and navigate your social interactions in the circles around you. And criticism and judgment often go hand in hand. And I think that sometimes judgment can be a little bit more grounded in reality, except we don't recognize that our reality is a byproduct of the creativity and ingenuity of people before us. So if we're so grounded in what is real now, we don't recognize how much potential actually exists in the world around us when we're too constrained by what our sensory percepts are informing us about. So we need to just recognize that the ideas that come to us that we immediately shut down because it doesn't seem realistic or it doesn't seem logical or you don't recognize if it's feasible, don't put those ideas away just yet. Put them to paper and give yourself time. And time is something that I feel like I've reiterated in all of my videos this month, whether I was talking about mental health, mental wellness or education, just this value of time. We need to recognize when we need to slow down and step out of that rat race to give ourselves time to build something of value and valuable things from within us, from around us, that heal us, that nurture us, that help push us and strive us forward take time. Healthy habits take time to form. Great ideas take time to build. Project Purpose took me three years to just build the website and there is still so much building to do then. Still so much building to do now and now it's about four to five years in the making and the growth is slow and steady and consistent because I recognize that rather than working against time and racing against the clock, I'd rather work with the time that I have, giving myself also the time to be creative and to be mindful and thoughtful about the way that I bring things into existence. I don't want to just do something to do it. I want there to be a lot of reflection in what it is that I bring and how it is that I evolve the growing brand and the growing messaging with the things that I put out into the ether. And I suggest that you give yourself that same time and consideration. Ingenuity is something that takes time to flourish. We can have an idea and ingenuity is really how that idea translates from an ideal perspective into reality and that takes time. It's like a fire, it's like a slow burn that gets stronger with the more time, consideration, 
thought, energy you put into it. And that's just not a process that you can rush. And I know that a lot of people, their focus might just be on numbers. Like how can I get the best return on my investment really quickly? And they're not really thinking about the product itself. They're more thinking about the return of the product. And again, we each have our own incentives to do certain things. But if your incentive is less about how you make money and more about how you can bring something into existence that is valuable, not just to you, but to the people around you, that has the opportunity to bring positive impact, positive change. These ideas typically don't come overnight and they don't come while we're busy. They're ideas that get louder when we give them the silence to speak. When we give them the room, the space to speak to us and we start to interact with these ideas rather than shutting them down, criticizing them and judging them. So I thought that it was very important that I jump on here because my first video talked a bit about idleness and that brought up a bunch of different questions around well, when I'm having ideas, you know, they're not great ideas. They probably are great ideas that just need more fleshing out. And I think that we don't know how much fleshing out is required before that idea is really, you know, something that can build roots. So you just have to keep working at it. And you also have to remember that perfection in our reality is something that we achieve with revision and rework. And this was a message that I kept hearing over and over again in my professional writing degree, is that if you want something beautiful, you have to be ready to destroy destroy it and let it rebuild. And it seems a bit paradoxical, but it's so true. Like even with the writings that I do, I am comfortable like writing a full page, deleting the full page and starting again, knowing what it is that I wrote is going to influence and color whatever the final product is going to be. But if you're so attached to the first model, not recognizing that sometimes the first model is the gateway to a better model, which is the gateway to an even better model to achieve something that really is going to reflect the the magnitude of the idea that you have is sometimes the construction of it is gonna take building and destroying, building and destroying and getting comfortable with that, not having ego about it. I am someone who I consider myself to be creative. I consider myself to be a creator and what gives me the freedom to flow from idea to idea is my comfort with destroying an idea. So like deconstructing it down to little bits and pieces and then rebuilding it again. But sometimes you can have an idea and those puzzle pieces fit different ways, right? There are different ways that you can build that idea. You break it down, you build it up a different way until you build it up in a way where you feel this inner alignment, like this is what I'm gonna move forward with. So recognize that when you move forward with a given idea, it's still subject to evolve and to grow and be comfortable with that. Like as the molder, as the potter to the clay that is your idea, you have to be malleable, just as your clay is malleable. You have to see what it's telling you it is as well. And it's funny because even with Project Purpose, I had a specific vision when I, as I was building some of the fundamentals of what Project Purpose was meant to represent. And then with time, with interaction with the public, her identity started expanding beyond my own ideas, right? It started to become a part of the ideas shared, the suggestions provided, the requests made as to what it is that we talk about and dissect on our platforms. And I love that her growth and evolution is now beyond the seed that I created, that I nurtured and that I planted and that I, you know, took care of. It is now unfolding. The identity is beyond what I had initially intended. And it's only because I've given myself the ability to kind of lean back and not to be so controlling over how she evolves that I'm allowing myself the opportunity to see the beauty of her evolution beyond my own scope of reference and being able to influence that as well. So I'm still influencing her growth, influencing the direction that she's taking, but I'm also allowing the environment to inform me as to who she is, what she can be, what she can bring. As 
as well. And all of this comes from stillness. And I told you meditation is something that I love to do. So my meditation is fairly focused, but when I'm not meditating, I still love to have periods of stillness. And in those periods of stillness, things that I take into consideration and, and very seriously is one, no criticizing. I do not criticize the ideas that come to fruition in stillness. I am not judgmental, not about my ideas or about the ideas of other people. Like if I am not sure, I will parking lot them until I have a better sense or a better, a better ability to gauge what it is that's being suggested or proposed. And I give it time. Some things only, you see the value of them with time. Some things it's very easy to skate it over, to blow over it because like prima facie, it really doesn't hit you. It doesn't grab you. But when you give it time to grow on you, you'll see there's a hidden nugget there. So I thought it was really important to jump on here and to have that conversation to let you know some guiding tenets of creating and allowing space for that inner creator and the ingenuity in you to flourish. And hopefully that was some perspective that you can take and put into practice. Now before letting you go, I would be remiss if I didn't let you know that we will be going live at least twice a month, every month for the foreseeable future on our Facebook page. So definitely be sure to join in on those conversations. Now these events are paid events. So if you do see yourself participating in our community on an ongoing basis, then I do suggest that you take a look at one of our package plans. Yes, yeah, so we do offer package plans over and above our live events that give you unlimited access to these live events as well as access to webinars and workshops that we offer over and above those live events largely focused on self-mastery because we believe in taking a skill-based approach to deriving more meaning and fulfillment out of life. Now if any of you are concerned about the pricing please don't be. We've just incorporated a new payment solution after pay that gives you the opportunity to make payments in four installments over a period of six weeks so rendering all of our programs and services more accessible to you. So thank you so much for tuning in. I always enjoy our conversations. If you're still here, definitely be sure to hit that like button if you haven't already. Subscribe to the channel and we look forward to chatting with all of you very soon. We'll talk to you later.